Good morning, afternoon, and evening, Supercoach Elites. Welcome back to another Supercoach Elites podcast. Proudly sponsored by the Patreons at patreon.com forward slash SC Elites. My name's Corey, and as always, alongside me is the Bombs Express. Choo choo! That's right, Corey. The Bombs Express is back, and we are eight days out, nine days, whatever it is. It's fucking close, though, Corey, that's for sure. Um, look. Before we uh, talk about what we're doing with our five trades and probably a little bit more than that, um, where can the listeners hit us up on social media? Uh, find us on Twitter and Patreon at SC Elites. Find us on Facebook, iTunes, and SoundCloud at Supercoach Elites. Um, exciting times, bombs. We probably haven't done enough research, uh, to be honest, with our own teams for what's going on. We've had some play rounds. We're having some play rounds before, having a couple of quick conversations. You know, what do we do with the trades? What are we looking at? What's more important? Um, Early doors. What are you thinking? What's uh, what's kind of your important step? Is it still cash is king? Yeah, cash, cash is obviously king, but just want to make sure that those correctionals are the right ones. So, um, Georgiades and Fort, I can guarantee it will be two ins that I have. Um, yeah, going into the um, round two. Um, but uh, after that, I don't really know what I'm doing. I really have to find the money to be able to get Darcy Fort, to be honest. And uh, yeah, so just having a little play there, having a look at um, what, I guess, mid-price I can jump on and who I can downgrade and, you know, somehow make that hundred to $200,000 uh, yeah, that I kind of need to, to get those fellas in. You're not worried about Stanley or Radigalia? No, nah, not at all, man. I'll tell you now, they didn't, they didn't want to touch Stanley in, in round one. They dropped him for the final, did they not? And Or did that was that someone else last year? They dropped one of their Ruckman. I think it was Stanley for the final, and they went in without a Ruckman in the final. Uh, Geelong don't like Stanley, not worried about that. And when Radically comes back, he's just a relief Ruckman. He's not the actual Ruckman. So, um, you know, Darcy Fort named, and, uh, you know, if he's named, sorry, he's uh, he's 100% coming into my team. Are you, I was going to say, you're not worried the fact that he might not be there long term, but is it just because you've got to trade a week, basically, it doesn't concern you? Yeah, trade, look, trade a week, and we get price rises this week as well. So, worst case scenario, I'm, you know, what, he gets three three games in a row, let's hope, Corey. And uh, his 260 price tag all of a sudden could be 400 plus. So, um, yeah, I'll be pretty happy with that. Yeah, and Jordiardi's the, I, I think I got a little bit lucky because started Jordiardi's and Sturt was the one that I missed um, and probably not playing round one. So, that gives me, you know, a, a week. Round or two. two. Yeah, sorry, round two, I should say. Apologies. Um, to have a bit of a look and, and, and go. I uh, just got the welcome back message pop up from Supercoach. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. With all the rule trade. changes. Yeah, Supercoach <laughs> trade week, uh, up to five trades. Total of 30 trades remain unchanged for the season. No changes to the 10 or 18-man league sizes. All head-to-heads will continue as normal. Uh, final series to remain at four rounds, around 14 to 17. Players price to be updated at the end of round two, which is the biggest one. Draft leads continue as usual and reduced to fit within 17 rounds. Um, mm-hmm. However, can be restarted by requesting the requesting via contact us. So if you want to restart your draft league, you can. Nah, I mean, come on. You, I don't know. Who the hell's got time for that? Feeling? Well, I suppose everyone's got time for that. Most people are either working from home or uh, maybe on a bit of job keeper or something or maybe just... I don't know, staying safe at home, who knows? But, uh, gee, Corey, I mean, we pump draft after draft after draft. If I have to go through another week of doing all that shit again, I'll tell you now. And and I'll tell you the shit thing about um, that as well is that them players that you probably picked up later on that, you know, you, you had your eye on and you were hoping would slip through and all that kind of stuff, 
I reckon people know now who you were trying to target, particularly yeah. if you're in multiple uh, leagues with people as well. It uh, it won't bode well with me. So I, my advice would be just stick to who the hell you've got. Um, the shortened season shouldn't really impact who the hell you drafted really anyway. I mean, if you've got a keeper league, you, I mean, it probably wouldn't impact much there either, I'd imagine. So keep as is and, and play on. Joy Simpkin was my boy and you know, just off the 131, people would be taking him left or right and centre. You know, I could guarantee you, Corey, he'd probably still be on the on the free agency yeah, wire. Okay. <laughs> um, well, look, let's just chuck a couple of them out there. If you don't have them and they do get named for round two, um, what, Curtis Taylor, Georgiades, uh, Ford, you would say up forward because I'd assume he's getting named, he's the, probably the solo ruckman. Um, Sturt, if he was to get named, but we already know he's going to be ruled out. So if you like me, didn't start Sturt, you can definitely have a look at him. Um, when he comes back, don't go trading him because it's a you know a price rise from someone else to get you there to, to pick him up. So that's handy. Uh, we went through those last pod who we didn't think would play. Uh, did I miss anyone in the forward line? No, I don't think so. In the forward line, the forward line's pretty set. And then nice. I mean. You got your mid prices, but are we only talking rookies here? I'd say we'd probably just keep it to the rookies. You know, the top, Is yes. up to three hundred k. If we've got someone there. Yeah, nah, that's that. That'll round up that section then. Yep. Uh, in the rucks, Naismith. Get it all cost if you don't have him. Yeah, oh, clearly, man. Like I started the year with him, so I don't. I don't really need to speak much more than that. Um, it's it's clearly something I like. Yep, and I don't even mind that option if you you think your ruck stocks are already too good. To get him in at F, uh, uh, R three. I know you weren't a big fan of it, but uh, I am. If you can definitely no. get there, and it's uh, it's cash. Cash is king. Go for it. Uh, in the midfield, if you missed out on Pickett, Raul, McKinnery, Tyler Brown. Tyler Brown, I think, is one that you definitely have to get because he'll have plenty of midfield minutes with um, trouble not being there. Uh, was that it? Was there anyone else? Up to three hundred k. Yeah, I think that's up. Yep. Um, down back, Johnny Noble. Yep. Uh, he was about it. Yeah, I mean, Robertson probably doesn't come across as a must-have now after his 26 in the first game. But, uh, I mean, uh, with that strapped for um, just defenders back there, you know, I think you should still be running the Berserk Thatcher and uh, and Brand, or should they be named as well if you don't have them currently? We're having a talk before now. One of my plans is, uh, I think at the moment, early days, I mean, when teams come out next week, this could flip everything on its head, and that's why I'm trying to not put too much energy into it. Um, one of my plans at the moment is trying to get one of those uh, defensive back, one of the defenders, one of the premium defenders, the premium rookies that I paid also for me, Fisher McCasey, um, which was a terrible start. Did start on the bench, though, so that was lucky. Um, and trying to get that up to like a Jeremy Howe or something. Um, I am going that cash is king. Philosophy bumps, and I'm trying to look for players that are going to rise quickly in the value. I even did mention Jordan Ridley before to you, not as someone that I really like, um, but you know, is that cheap option? And if I've got that fifth trade there, and I want to earn some quick cash, I could go Robert and a Ridley, and you know, it gives me two weeks with a hundred in the system and potentially a hundred k. And if you pushed it up with an eighty or ninety, that's something that could probably help you. Um, can't really see myself doing it because it probably needs I need to go still Robert and up, and I still like. I don't know. I don't know why, but I'm still enticed by Devil Rob. still think he can probably put something out. So, I think over the journey, Rob's going to be all right. And uh, I think, you know, when you when you talk about, you know, cash is king, get some of these players that are going to make money quickly. Um, 
you know, you still got to have slow grinders kind of around like you, Robert, and because all the guys that make money quickly, you're not going to be able to trade them all out at the same time because you have to do downgrades in order to get those other guys, you know, up back up to kind of premiums and that kind of stuff. So, you know, Robertin kind of makes sense for me to still to have because, um, you know, whilst he might still be a slow burn, he might give you the opportunity in round nine or round 10 to be able to then go and upgrade him because you, you probably don't want him primed for an upgrade in round four because that'll be too early. This year, more than any, do you think we'll be trading to a lot more players that aren't even playing? Yeah. Oh, wait, did you say not playing? Yeah, so like going forward, you're going to take uh, I think it's... Given yeah. His thing is, though, there is no real twos competition to go off. Well, yeah, and it's less risky as well. And it, look, you know what that does? It just excites me for next year's rookies, Corey, um, because they seem to get thinner and thinner year by year. So maybe a year without the rookies will mean we get a double up next year. We'll see how we go. Um, so, yeah, but realistically, we've only got, you know, with finals still being four weeks and we've already played one week, we've only got 12 weeks of the season um, to go. And that just sounds so, so quick. So, um, look, that just that just is what it is, I guess. Yeah, hence why I'm looking at players like Jeremy Howe and, and Viney who had dropped massive scores in round one and then can potentially make you 100 to 150k in a real quick space of time. Yeah, yeah. How's how's an interesting one because yeah, he probably would have been wouldn't have been that far out of people's top tens come pre-season and then when you drop a score like that and you think, gee, you know, if I can make a hundred grand here and you go Sicily down to Howe. It, all of a sudden, it, you don't feel like you're losing much, but you're gaining 100k maybe to get Darcy Ford up in your forward line or something like that. So he's an interesting one. The Viney one, you just know he's not going to be a contender for the you know, top eight midfield as well. In my opinion, he won't be a contender anyway. Um, but the Howe one, you almost feel like, you know what, if you take that one, you might be half a sniff to actually not even have to upgrade him at a later point. Yeah, and the, the Howe one, I mean, the Viney one, while we're on the subject of it, I mean, we were talking before, you know, everyone's trying to trade in Dangerfield. I ran the option past you of, all right, what if it was a Dangerfield down? I mean, I know he's got that fantastic run of GMHBA and, uh, you know, what, four out of the next five, and I really shouldn't even be floating these ideas up in the air, but that's what they are, their ideas. I spoke about, yeah, you know, what if you, what if you do Dangerfield to Viney? Um, hey, you're probably sacrificing some points. Viney comes out and pops another 120. Dangerfield with a sub-80. Two or three weeks, you're trading them back to each other for... You know, for nothing. Um, yeah, and and that's what I like. So you can you can take the risk off one game. That's what you're risking there. You're risking the essentially the one game. And if it, that one game goes in your favour, um, you could just be absolutely laughing all the way to the bank there. And I don't mind that one at all either. Um, it's just that at what cost? I probably won't encourage people to to go and fill their team with these players. I mean, sort of just take your your one max two, and I'm not even comfortable with two to be honest. But um, yeah, I mean, because often yeah, have a look at it this way: the, the teams year after year that do well in round one, and you know they're in the top 500 and all this sort of shit. You have a look at where they end up in in the back end of the year, and they're usually never to be seen. So your round one teams are never usually a great indicator of how you're going to position yourself on the overall or how great your super coach season is going to be because players week to week do have fluctuations. I was going to say, normal season, there's no chance that we're looking at a, a Jack Viney here or I'm probably not even looking at how until I've seen enough data to, you know, to back it up. I did have how all of last year in a draft league. So, um, you know, and it's I because know we have more traits now. Come up and down from Jeremy yeah. very quickly. 
And it's because we've got more trades. We've got two trades a week up until finals, and then we kick off finals with, what, four remaining? That's if you've used, like, all five, I think. No, sorry, you've got one remaining. So if you use all five this week and use two trades every single week going into finals, you've got one trade at finals still. So that's just never mathematically possible in a regulation season. So obviously more trades to burn. Um, people are, are going to be like, okay, let's, let's start switching, let's start switching. I can tell you this though, Corey, as a, uh, I still play in the AFL fantasy every year. You get two trades every week regardless. And I can tell you the season is just so hard if you're continually trading in and out these kind of mid prices because you're trying to fix up your team, trying to make the cash. You never really end up doing some significant upgrades. So if I've learned anything from AFL fantasy and having two trades a week in the, in the past few years, it's that just hold your horses on all of these players you want to bring in because you might be okay the first five weeks and you might get five W's on the board, but you'll get injuries, you'll have suspensions, you'll need, you know, sort of extended rookie cover and all this kind of crap. You need to trade rookies down at some point. Two trades a week sounds like a lot, but there's a lot of fucking chaos usually that happens within our teams. And uh, I'm just telling people just, you know, don't go all out on this whole mid-price shit because you'll get yourself found out a month into the year. Do we think, very well spoken, do you think that we are going to have a lot of correlate, correlation, a lot of kind of gap distance between our rookies as well? I mean, you have a look at that first round one. There's a lot of scores either, you know, between I'd say probably sub-45 and a lot of scores probably plus 75 in that rookie category. Um, do we think that with the 16-minute quarters that we're going to see a lot more of that on a consistent basis from the rookies? Do you do you think that it'll one week they'll probably pop off for a 75-plus, the next week it'll probably be a 45-plus just because of impact that rookies normally have on a game? Look, it'll just depend on what the uh, the fitness staff down at the clubs are going to do because if they're okay with, you know, all the conditioning players are gone through and all that sort of shit where, you know, they they feel comfortable. Let's use Dangerfield, for example, right? 16 and a half. How, many, how long is the game at the moment? 110 minutes or so? Yeah, what's the 16, what, 16 and a half minute quarters? Is that 16 right? plus time on. It's about 25 a quarter. Let's say it's 100 minute, right? I don't right? even think they were getting to 25 a quarter, were they? I don't know. Let's just go with it's a 100-minute game at the moment. If they're comfortable with Dangerfield being able to run out, you know, 80 minutes of that 100 minutes, that only gives, you know, a certain amount sort of left over for other players. But, you know, if Dangerfield would typically play 90% of a 120-minute game, he may have gone and played, you know, 110 minutes or whatever it is. What I'm trying to get at, because I don't think I've entirely made sense there, is that it's whether the the percentage on the time on ground is actually stays the same or if it goes up. So if they're comfortable with Dangerfield playing 90% of 120, but they're, they're also saying in a 100-minute game, no dangers, you're only going to play 90%, whereas with shortened quarters, he could have been up to 95, 96 with the same sort of yep. – um, does that make sense now? Yeah, yep, yep. yeah, yeah. So it just depends what I think the fitness staff does with a lot of the players on the ground. I think you won't see um, key defenders and that come off at all. You know, you've got your um, – you know, your, your pillars down back that would usually kind of spend 95% time on ground, I reckon that'll just be 100 because they could, they could comfortably do their, you know, 16, you know, minute quarters and that kind of stuff. And maybe they have fresher legs running through the midfield and that kind of stuff there. So it really comes down to time on ground for me and whether they actually do something with the time on ground. It, it's it's really hard space to judge. Okay. Basically, just pick who's next. <laughs> 
what do you mean pick his next? As in with the rookie? Yeah. yeah, I think you have to take what you're given. I mean, you know, price changes after they play their second game, um, and and that's going to be ongoing. If they've played one and they've scored half decent, they look half what secure. You've just got to you got to fucking buy what's there. You got no choice. There's no time to to fuck around and hold on to these trades because essentially every time you you don't do a trade, and it might only be for you know 80, 90k, it could be that downgrade, and typically we'd say no to that. You're holding that trade and you won't be able to use that trade essentially until you're, you know, maybe one, two, three weeks deep into finals. And whilst that could be an advantage, it might be a disadvantage because using that trade so many weeks earlier might have been an opportunity for you to have that 90K to do another trade that might have gotten you into finals. So there's a lot of catch-22s that kind of happen here. We don't know what's going on. I think we just play relatively safe in terms of, uh, you know, consistent um, sort of players on the field, players we know, players we liked in the preseason. Let's keep it at that. Let's not be too reactive to what happened to uh, to round uh, number one and just fix up your team in terms of what you might have got wrong going into round one. My next question is going to be around the trades. Are we thinking that maybe we're getting too sucked into the fact that we've been given five? Should a lot of teams maybe have a serious look at their team and think, hey, my team's actually not that bad. There's probably only one or two correctionals I need to make. Should, and another question probably to ponder on that, should you at first say, all right, if I only had two trades this week, what would have I done? What would have I done with only two trades this week? Even yeah. if it was a price rise after one, what are the two trades that I would have made and then have a look at the five? and figure out, do I need to make that many trades? Are we just getting too sucked into having five trades? Yeah, I think people will go ahead and use the five because they feel like they're behind. But again, that's could just be a round one hype team. And round one hype teams won't win you a flag this year. And so, um, you know, my aim is to probably use three or four. Um, but if it comes down to, you know, maybe doing the fifth, I'm not going to be hesitant on not doing it because, like I said, we've got two trades a week. And with two trades a week, you know, we still got one left over for finals. So, you know what, if we make finals, anything can happen from that point. So I'm okay with uh, burning all five. But I think ideally, you know, use three or four and have, you know, maybe two or three up your sleeve for finals to, you know, potentially finish upgrading your team during finals or, or do the sideways um, injury trades that might be required. Yeah. I'm a little bit worried with a lot of teams. How many teams, how many players on your team right now looking at it, if you've got it open, do you think mm. it may not be picked for... Round two. Um, so I'm not comfortable. Well, obviously, we know about Sturt. Bedford, I'm not comfortable with. Bailey Williams didn't even get a game round one. I'm not comfortable with. You take on your team? I'm a ruck bench, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah I got that. Yeah, ruck bench. Um, Robertson from Lions, I'm not comfortable with. Uh, and Green from GWS. Aside from that, oh, I should be pretty okay. What do you got down back? Sorry. Who's, you don't have McCasey, do you? I've got Zerk Thatcher Brander on the bench. Okay, uh, so have you got four premium defenders? Led, Sis, Houston, Doherty. Yep. Yeah, Robert okay, and yeah, Noble. So I, only, yep. I only had the three, and then Robert and Noble, Zerk Thatcher on field. And Fish. Yeah. 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 Okay, so you obviously got, had that because you had Naismith to begin with over Nick Nat. Yes, that's correct, yeah. That's my other thing, you know, like a picnic mat for a reason, short and quarters and stuff. Like, am I really going to go now just move him to Naismith? You know, just for for the sake. Of the what did Nick Nat score round one? Was it hundred? Yeah. There's not that much difference in points, but you make two hundred k. 
on the yeah. trade. Well, that's the other, my other theory. Can I get that somewhere else and get that on Darcy Cameron? Um, I mean, you have to get Naismith. You have to. So whatever, whichever way I figure it out, I have to do it because Naismith's going to earn so much money. Yeah, and I think Naismith, it's going to be... I mean, we'll see what happens, obviously, come, uh, you know, whatever. What is it, the Friday? Because they're a Sunday game. So we'll, we'll know what happens with their teams. But um, that Sinclair fella, I mean, I'm not too worried about him, but fucking wouldn't that be a curveball? Naismith not named and Sinclair in. That'll just, that will just absolutely fuck Four my season, Segler, to be honest. Not named. Uh, sorry, not Sigler, um, Sinclair. No, 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 and, no, you said it right. No, I meant not oh, yeah, sorry. Hawthorne as well. Oh, yeah, Sigler's gone. Shit, that'll be... Um, That's one... He's one that I think people should be kind of putting on a a little asterisk on their black book is Segler, if you don't have Segler as well. I really like the the solo Ruckman. It's like the same kind of boat as Darcy Ford. Just have a bit of a look to see if they're they're named or not. I think in that situation, though, if Naismith goes down, I I won't find it hard to find 80,000 to go Naismith to... um, to Sam Jacobs, to be honest. And, yeah. and it might only cost me, like, Sicily down to Howe or something like that to get it done. So um, just sort of just thinking on the spot, then that's probably how I'd get it done. Uh, what about the Gordon Grundy owners? Because I know we touched on it last week, but I'm still big. If you got Gordon Grundy, you have to stick with it. Fuck that. Nah, I'm out. I'm out. Get me Naismith. Get me Naismith. I'm, I'm so all in on Naismith. I was, I was all in preseason. I'm happy to burn a trade. That'll get you 400k. That'll fix up any fucking issue you have. So you'd be able to go buy your Darcy Fort. You'd be able then to have another 300,000 to, you know, whack on top of a McCasey and get another Jeremy Howe kind of thing. So would you prefer Naismith, Jeremy Howe and Darcy Fort, or would you prefer Max Gorn, Fisher McCasey and a, and a Ford rookie? Uh, who, oh, yeah, well, and then yeah I'll take the first field. option by far. That's the on-field question as well. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take the first question by <laughs> far. So. Um, I th- and, and look, that was a rationale in going Naismith because I bought me the extra premium defender because I wasn't comfortable with Zerk Thatcher and Brander in defense. And, um, you know, one of, you know, you asked me before, what are some of those other guys that I'm not confident round one or whatever it was? Stasevich got named. I'm not confident he's remaining in the team. And, um, Stasevich was probably the one I had to go buy if I uh, if I ended up running Gorn because I would have lost a premium defender in that case and need another rookie defender. So, yeah. which is um, basically my instance by not going down low. I mean, I had to start fishing McCasey. Yeah, Stasevich, and I chose McCasey. I didn't yeah. move Stasevich to Robertson before the game started though, so I'm really hoping Robertson keeps his spot and Stasevich is dropped. Robertson, yeah. sorry. Yeah, Ro- look, Robertson. It's 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 hard. It's hard because he was borderline in the first round. But look, I like to think, you know, as long as they haven't got an injury, um, you know, it's come out in the last month or so since they've, you know, been, you know, back training or whatever it is. Um, if they were picked round one, I think they're a fair chance for round two, to be honest. You would assume that most teams would go in with that same round two lineup unless some of those players just looked lost in water. Yeah, that or they have returning players who were injured in round one. Yeah. How many teams mm. have that, though, now that you can think of? Off the top of my head, man, I would not be able to tell. I mean, I know... I, yeah, well, no, he's... Uh, he, he, I imagine he wouldn't even get up for round two, would he? I'd just be training, I know that. I'll tell you now, though, I mean, that's one that I wouldn't go get because, A, you get a look at him yeah, first yeah, to really. see what he's going to produce, but, B, you see Trelaw come back to training, does a hammy. I mean, Stephen's calf could be in jeopardy the moment he comes back. I mean, I wouldn't go anywhere near that. Hey, for those who took the risk of Dagoe, I know Brett was one, and then I had someone <laughs> ask me the other day, would you still just stick with it, with Trelaw being out? Depends what else is going on in your team, but what like... He's got oh, round one. 
It was shit. It was like 50, man. Like, Because me and me and Brett have Doherty versus Dugowie nice. overall points on the year, and I'm up by like 80 already. He's an embarrassment, that guy. Um, probably explains why he's not here tonight, to be honest. Um, where is he, by the way? Uh, well, in, in all fairness, I texted him this morning, and then I didn't actually ask him this afternoon. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, that's good. I don't think uh, you got... me to me either. It was in a messenger. Absolute dog. Um... Yeah, no, Dugowie, I'm not a huge fan of it. I think you just got so much value underneath that. But again, it's about what are you going to do with the money? If you're going to go Dugowie down to Segla or Petrarca or Devin Smith or something like that, if you're going to do it, make sure you're using the money elsewhere. I wouldn't do it just for the sake of doing it. I didn't know Heaney was only 5'10". I thought he was worth more than that. No, Heaney's 5'10". And when I was having a little play before, thinking, mm, what can I do here? Um, I was very, very close to being able to afford him, I'm talking. That was a grouse round one as well. Yeah, and it was all tackles, if I recall. I think he had fuck all touches. Oh, he's already like 20 or something. You sure? I think so. Okay. I don't know. Could be a different game. Toby Green, 5'10". As well. You know he's getting heaps of love on Twitter, Toby Green. Yeah, yeah, because people all of a sudden, they're like, he can't play 22, he's going to get suspended, all this kind of crap, and they're like, now he's only got 17, so he's got five less chances. More likely to get suspended in any 17 than he was in the lot. lot with the yeah, but they're, they're thinking they don't have to hold him for 22, it's only 17. Yeah, it does something like that, yep. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, unlimited trades. You can take a risk on more of these players now that we know this, but um, yeah, look, man, that's just... That's just part of the game. I mean, this year, I mean, honestly, I couldn't give a flying fuck gory about how I go. As long as I don't get relegated and I'm still in Divi 1 next year, I'll consider this year a success. And um, I'll be back to the preseason grind. Jordan Ridley, he pops out, scores of 73 and 72. He's expected to rise 50k. I don't mind that. You're not. I mean, he plays for Essendon, Corey, so... You gotta have someone from To be fair, you've absolutely <laughs> ripped them. You, you've ripped them as a team. I've never seen someone love picking an Essendon player more than you, though. <laughs> They'll have plenty of ball down back, surely. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, well, look, I think we've covered most that we can without even having, um, you know, more data of players getting picked and talking nonsense. When do we get teams? Next Wednesday night for the first game? Yeah. This team's on, uh, yeah, if it's Thursday. Thursday games to Wednesday. That's probably when we'll be back again. Well, we won't even get full teams. We don't get teams for Collingwood Richmond. And then Thursday, all the teams will drop probably, you know, if it's the same as usual, 6.25 for the weekend. And then Friday, I'll get culled at 5 p.m., I think they get culled. That's going to be so shit, figuring out who to pick. Well, look, let's be honest. I mean... Your Collingwood-Richmond ones, you're really only in trouble if you're thinking about Jeremy Howe. I mean, who else are you looking to bring in from Collingwood and or Richmond? Noble, but you have to get him if he's name. Yeah, yeah, but I imagine that most people probably would have gone Noble if they had a, if they sort of had their eye on him anyway, oh, kind of around one. They probably would have. Um, but yeah, like Noble, Grundy, probably the majority of teams have started, obviously, Pickett, virtually every team has, and Dusty, you know, sort of a similar boat. So I feel like... The players from that game's either, you know, they're already locked kind of thing. And, uh, yeah, the Thursday scramble. I mean, the Thursday teams that come out, you don't have to worry about that anyway, do you? Because we've got Roland Mock here. Can't believe we're about to have footy back. All right, let's play a little game. Yeah. Five minutes. Collingwood, Collingwood Richmond. As in Tippin? Yeah. 
Um, yeah, Richmond. Who scores the most points in the ground? Supercoach points? Yeah. Fuck. Does Dusty tear them up? Don't think, no, because we normally tag him. Yeah, Dusty anyway. That's all right. Yeah. Got pies. Grundy. Uh, Geelong Hawks. Fuck, Grundy, really? Uh, Geelong Hawks. Um, I don't have a ruck, but who can play with Grundy? Fuck. You heard of Soldo? No, he's... <laughs> I think he scored a ton in the first game, did he not? Yep. Oh, what, didn't didn't we have a look I think at like this? Every ruckman that, like the most ruck, ruckman had like the highest point. Yeah, dude, he scored a hundred yeah. flat. That's fucking. That heaps of there's heaps. Uh, yeah, any, I think, any, Oh no, that's right. He rucked against um. Chris I think Nank done. I think yeah. Nank done shit all, but didn't he? Yeah, he rucked against no one. Remember? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, what is, yeah Nank went twenty-seven. Fuck yeah. Okay, I might change that to Grundy actually. Um, uh, Hawks. Um, I like. The or oh, just such a hard game to pick. Uh, it's GMHBA, so it has to be the Cats. Um, but I'm going to go with uh, something. Tom, uh, yeah, Tom Mitchell. Tom Mitchell will rack it there. I'll go Chad Wingard. I was, you know, I was so tempted to say that, and I was like, nah, he's, Geelong win is probably not going to score uh, a point. I reckon he's going to fire the flag. We, what we're coming off just after hey, uh, first the, goal, Corey. Legit first goal. After, uh, is this still Canada's? Uh, is it Sir John Nichols? Is that? Is that right? Did I say that correct? What do you mean? Is that the round? Sir John Nichols round? Is it? Yeah, the Indigenous round. Is this Indigenous round? I think it's meant to be Indigenous and written around now, so I'm not too sure if that carried across. It won't because I imagine they would have had the Dreamtime game if it was. Okay, maybe that was it. Um, But yeah, and I know that you know Big Chatty is very passionate about everything that's going on in the world right now too, so very active. First goal, I'm going to have a look at him right now, Corey. But that is going to be very, very tasty, I'd imagine. Um, so what this is coming back now. I've got to gamble responsibly a bit more. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brisbane line is free instead of dropping four hundred on a Saturday on the, <laughs> the back of the first goal. Just gamble responsibly. That's just a joke, everyone. Um, are we going to drop three hundred. Brisbane versus Frio. Yeah, Lockie Neal, Brisbane. Yeah, agree. Uh, Carlton, Melbourne. Uh, now, this is, I'll tell you now, how the fuck Carlton are 3-1 to one here. Carlton are a shoe in to win this game, Corey. And and Cripps might score 197. Carlton couldn't even beat the pillow, mate. Um, Melbourne, <laughs> comfortably. And <laughs> oh I, I'll tell you what, anyone who trades Max Gorn out this week, he's going to, well, that week, he's going to regret it because he's going to drop 200. Uh, no chance. Cripps is fucking going near that, I think. I don't know anyone from Carlton who's going to be able to touch the ball except Big Maxi Gorn. And have you seen his haircut? Cripps is yeah, a he, shit dick. He actually... Oh, wait. I thought you meant Gorn's haircut. Yeah, I do. He's a cockhead. He's actually a cockhead He's now. the best, man. What a leader. He cannot, um, go to, he cannot hang out in Brunsy anymore now with that sort of hairdo. Gold Coast, West Coast. Uh, West Coast quite easily. And uh, how's this? Shannon Hearn will top score. Wow. Back from back. a back flank somehow. That, well, he did round one, didn't he? I don't know if he did it on the ground. I don't know. But... I think he was... Hey, no, nah, how's this? Gold Coast beat them. Really? Yeah, just to show it up, West Coast. Uh... Oh, and then they'll be they'll be the biggest sook about the hubs oh, if that was. Oh, mate, they've sooked it up so much. They're just the kind of team that would go out there and lose to a Gold Coast. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think that happens. But Nick Natanui plays ninety five percent, gets top scorer. Uh, Port Adelaide, Adelaide. Um, I think 
Oh, gee, both these teams are shit. Probably Port Adelaide, but I'm going to go with Rory Sloan to top score, actually. I can't believe you have to think about that. I think Port are going to absolutely smash them. Um, and Travis Pike. GWA in North. Yeah, GWS, Josh Kelly. Yep, I agree. Um, Sydney Essendon. Uh, good game, this one, actually. Um, oh, I put the game of the round. I actually don't mind it. Ah, you put two shit teams together. It's, it's a good game, isn't right. it? Yeah. Um, fuck, hard game to, to back here. I think Essendon probably going to win it. Um, and who's going to top score for the game? Fuck, it's easy to say Zach Merritt, but I don't want to do that. Uh, Michael Hurley. Uh, Sydney by 103 points. St. Kilda and the Doggies. Uh, dogs quite comfortably as well, and uh, the Bont. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of people trading Bont out. Yeah, and that's why. That's why Bont will top score. Is that premature? Is that one that you think people should probably hold? No, because if I'm culling a midfield, it's probably Bont and Pelly. Because, well, if people listen to the program for a few years, Corey, you know how much I fucking hate him. And, uh, any excuse really to fuck him off. Yeah, the doggies <laughs> as well. Uh, I'll, go, I'll go Josh Dunkley because there's plenty of people cutting his at him too. Um, oh shit, I had to, oh, hey, you tell you what's gained a lot of traction this week, mate, your little poker games, you had quite what do you mean? people message through and ask about, you know, oh, you know, is, is the poker games for, for cash, you know, how do I sign up? Oh, it's yeah. non-Patreons asking about it, mm. absolutely yeah. frothing it, are they? Yeah. So, if you want to know more about the poker game, jump across the Patreon and get in. Um, I uh, reckon as well, I don't mean. You'll have one going this Friday. Um, actually not too sure at this point, but I, what I was actually thinking was we should probably kick one off, I reckon, you know, for the Patreons, you know, the footy season's back, I reckon, have the footy on in the background with a poker game going sort of during game kind of thing. I haven't spoken to you about it yet, but that was kind of my thoughts. For the following Friday? For the following Friday, yeah. Yeah, I mean, what game do we got? Which Long Hawthorne? Might be a half-decent game to have, you know, we'll kick off at 7.30 or something and, uh, you know, I don't know. We'll, we'll put something out there, but um, yeah, look, I mean, if you're interested in the poker games, you have to be a Patreon member to get access to the poker games. They are cash uh, cash games, people wondering. Um, we do tell people to gamble responsibly, and you pay on entry, and we'll pay out at the end of the game if you leave with money. I don't even know if this is fucking legal. If there are any cops out there, fucking don't report us. Get fucked. Sure it's just... legal, but... <laughs> Oh, okay. uh, we're, we're yeah. in virtual currency anyway. So. Yeah, virtual. We're playing for Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, no. uh, what was poker drugs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, do not know. Come back or do not know what this guy is talking about. Just want to say that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, very, very good. All right. Uh, anything else to add? Yeah. No, seriously, though. Chad Wingard, first goal, Corey. Um, I'm going to make it compulsory. Anyone that joins the poker game, if we have it on that night, must have a $10 on Chad Wingard first goal as well. Not bad. I'll probably have to be honest. Um, <laughs> hey, think about this. You know, next week. Yeah. Vice-captain and captains are back. 
Oh, fuck it. That means we're going to have to start doing shit again. Um, I mean, that, that sort of stuff's, you know, we, we obviously speak very generically about it on here, but I'll have a write-up, obviously, for the Patreons, people wondering what they sort of pay for on that. Obviously, our podcast is free, um, and but, you know, obviously, our articles and stuff will go, will continue to go to our Patreon members. So if you were a fan of them in the years gone past, um, a way to access them moving forward is obviously through the Patreon I did also see that uh, Dizard still left Patreon for free during the month of June as well, so... Did he really? Yeah. What is he starting? Well... Donkey, that bloke. So, I mean... So if come, you... across to, come across to the Patreon, you can get a month free. You get it. Well, that, well that's right. You'll have, you have this month free, but we, we imagine that payments will be expected then in July. Yeah. <laughs> so... If you feel bad about that because we're a bit lackluster here, feel free to donate to us, though. <laughs> we probably can't accept the donations though but hey no look that's fine it's free so um you know if you're interested in any of that sort of stuff you know the articles you want to see what it's about or give you it's almost like a four-week trial then for you isn't it so four weeks jump in have a look at it if you like it you know you can choose to you know remain on as a member and you know sort of you know pay whatever the entry level sort of fees are or you can go a little bit higher if you wish and um yeah kind of go from there um, and hopefully, you know, crown and shit opens at some stage this year and we can get the elites night still happening. Otherwise, it'll just be a big one next year. That's, that's also one of the other things, isn't it? You get an invitation to the elites night, you know, if you're a Patreon member too. So, um, you know, come out in the town with us, have a few, have a few beers and uh, should be a good night. Mm, that's it. All right. Uh, least on behalf of Bomps, myself and our Patreons at patreon.com forward slash SC Elite. Peace out, community. Thank you for listening and we'll be back next week.